I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> I didn't ruin it. You did. So stop twisting everything. Can we talk about this? Can we talk about what? Get out before I kill you. So your life's unfair, so what? That's how it is. So they're mean-girling you in the press, they're calling you names that hurt your little soft spots deep inside. Well, so what? So when you're out there running those Who wins? Snap out of it! Started that damn company without me. Hell, I work my ass off! In fact, he was sort of a flop. A great big fat Stop it, I'm not going to be ignored, Dad. Oh, my God. You have been sending me all these mixed signals. You're always talking about what you give and what you don't have to give. But you take two, Troy. You take. You let me on. You, you made me believe you wanted to marry me. Now, Scarlett, be fair. You did. It's true. You did. I hate you like that. I can't think of anything. All right, ladies, all week long, we've been talking about women's anger and rage in this series we're calling Hysterical Women in Rage. And today we're wrapping things up with a conversation about how portrayals of women's anger in popular culture are seen and the way we are shown getting mad in movies and television and in music shape our expectations and actually stereotype around the way women should and shouldn't behave. So our guest today, we've got Angelica Jade Bastion, a staff writer for New York Magazine's website, Vulture, and she joins us from Chicago. Hi, Angelica. Hi, how are you doing? I'm well. And guess what, everybody? Remember this song? I'm hungry. I'm dirty. I'm losing my mind. Well, we've got the woman behind that rage in studio as well, Tracy Bonham. Tracy, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. Angelica, Tracy, we're going to break it down today. Thanks, both of you, for joining us. Tracy, I want to start with you. Um, This was just a crazy song, Mother Mother, came out in 1996. And God forbid, I'm now probably outing myself in terms of my age here. You don't have to discuss that. 22 years ago. (laughs) Um, But it was such a powerful song, and it was my one of my favorite songs to rage to. So... Where did it come from? (laughs) (laughs) It came from a lifelong, really, really kind of a maladapted uh, habit to just repress, suppress my anger and not be able to actually vocalize um, and express it in my daily life and with my mom or with friends or with anyone. And so luckily I had music as an outlet. I mean, there were two of me and another guest that we had on who just had this moment where it was like, oh, my God, you too. You are also reaching out to it. And it was a moment, I think, back in the in the 90s, mid-90s in particular, when we had Luscious Jackson, The Breeders, Holt, Tori Amos, yeah. you. Like, there was so—what was happening in that moment that you think led to so many women really raging out in music? Well, I don't know. I think the music business caught on to it. And it was great, though. I, I enjoyed it, for sure. We're still talking about it 20-some-odd yeah, it years later. Exactly. Angelica, let's shift a little bit to TV, movies, and all this other media that's out there. What are some of the worst instances of angry or rageful women that you've seen in film or television? I think the worst instances, the at least the ones who 
are really embedded in my mind happen to be the femme fatales we saw in the early 90s, who, unlike their classic film brethren, actually survive and get what they want. And on the surface, that's very provocative and fascinating. But at the same time, their treat their anger is treated as something abnormal. And so that's true for like films like The Last Seduction, Basic Instinct, Fatal Attraction, which I think are very contradictory in how they portray female anger. There is one scene in from the Sex and the City movie that I want to play because I thought this was a pretty good representation of anger. Let's take a listen. I knew you would do this! I knew it! Carrie, I'm sorry. I am humiliated! I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carrie. Come on, come on. Carrie, wait, I'm sorry. Carrie, no, I... No, So, Carrie had just gotten left at the altar. Angelica, do you remember that? I do. I knew that was the scene you were talking about when you <laughs> said you were going to show something from the first Sex in the City movie. I mean, I'd be mad, too. But just, I mean, at the end of the day, she ends up with Mr. Big anyway. So did that anger actually play out in a positive way? I mean, I don't know. I mean, what does it mean for a woman's anger to be positive in pop culture? Does it mean that it never ends? It's all consuming? Does it mean she expresses it without repercussion? I mean, that's a complicated question. With Carrie, I mean, let's be real. She's kind of a mess. We all knew she was eventually going to marry this man. I want to ask you to be a mess. That they do. They continue to be a mess, <laughs> although we don't want to admit this, I think. But the, uh, more generally speaking, let's talk about where we are today. And Tracy and mm-hmm. Angelica, I'm curious, both of you, do you think we're getting better at either allowing women to be angry? And I hate to say allowing because it almost mm-hmm. seems like we need to ask permission to be angry or just supporting that rage and allowing for that to be part of our creative expression. Mm. Tracy? Well, I do think so. I mean, I think that it's um, incredibly positive. Uh, However, I know that the media kind of took it a little far, but the Me Too movement, we are hearing now from women uh, who had suppressed for years. And I think it's, we are in, you know, we're interested and men are paying attention. And I think that we're using that as a platform. It's a very, very positive thing. Angelica, what do you think? Are there better examples than, say, the fatal attractions out there? Uh, I think that's complicated. Yes and no. You know, there's a lot of really interesting portrayals of female anger just this year. I think that's really the theme for TV and film this year. We've seen stuff like The Americans, The Good Fight, the novels of Megan Abbott. She has a new one called Give Me Your Hand. Uh, and sharp objects. But then at the same time, you're seeing something like The Handmaid's Tale. I think The Handmaid's Tale really represents a trend I don't like with modern portrayals of anger, in which women's anger needs to be justified by routine sexual assault and brutalization as if it's not valid unless that's happening. On the flip side, in the In the pre-code era in Hollywood and in the 1940s, you had actresses like Betty Davis, Joan Crawford, Barbara Stanwyck, who portrayed anger with such beautiful nuance, which I don't see a lot of today, not in the same way. I'm thinking that, particularly when it comes to portrayals of women of color, Angelica, we know that, (laughs) exactly, and like, what can you tell us about Uh, portrayals of black and brown women getting angry uh, in front of the camera? Well, one thing that's interesting to me about women's anger is it is so complicated by a host of factors. For black women, and I'm just going to speak as a black woman, as an Afro-Latina, 
we, with us, anger is sort of expected. We don't even have to do anything angry to be perceived as angry. And the idea of the angry black woman is an all-encompassing stereotype that we still see traces of. And with black women, you know, you get, you know, Viola Davis really plays with anger in her work in a way that feels like righteous and complicated and beautiful at times. But we don't really get a lot of portrayals like that where a black woman or a brown woman is the lead and her anger is taken seriously. A lot of times it can be played off as a joke, which you saw (laughs) in a lot of sitcoms in the 90s or 90s Wayne's Brothers films, you know, that sort of mess. Jerry Springer Um, kind of, mm, Yeah, exactly. Bad portrayal. Yeah, and for black women, yeah, God, that was bad. But (laughs) for black women, especially I think anger, for black and brown women that actually, anger is a revolutionary force. It's been used to start movements like, you know, Black Lives Matter. So I think I would like to see more portrayals that tap into that side of Black women's anger, especially. Angelica, Tracy, really appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you. Angelica Jade Bastian is a staff writer for Vulture. Tracy Bonham's most recent album is Modern Burden. And that's our show for today. Find all the stories from our hysterical series at thetakeaway.org slash women. And we covered what the research says about angry women, rage in the workplace, and we have a great roundtable with three women who are channeling their rage for good. Be comfortable with not pleasing people. It's something that can be used constructively or destructively. May your rage be a force for good. I'm hungry, dirty, I'm losing my mind. Thanks so much for raging with us. I'm Tanzina Vega, and this is The Takeaway. At Radiolab, we love nothing more than nerding out about science, neuroscience, chemistry. But, but we do also like to get into other kinds of stories. Stories about policing or politics, country music, hockey, sex. Of bugs. (laughs) Regardless of whether we're looking at science or not science, we bring a rigorous curiosity to get you the answers. And hopefully make you see the world anew. Radiolab, adventures on the edge of what we think we know. Wherever you get your podcasts.